What is up everybody, Dan in the Fireman here. We're gonna be talking about top emergency motorcycle maneuvers you need to know because this is very life and death type of stuff when it comes to riding a motorcycle. So let's go ahead and jump into it and let's talk about that. So number one is swerving. Swerving is very important. Now our brakes do a great job when it comes to trying to stop us, but in an emergency when we're traveling at a decent speed and something pops out of nowhere, the swerve is actually going to be probably one of the best options you have. Now, are you going to swerve into, you know, an escape path? Are you going to swerve into what? What are you going to do? So that's where it's very important. This is why you also need to have escape paths. You really need to have at least one or two while you're riding. If you get into a situation where you don't have any escape paths, you're in a very dangerous, hazardous situation. So when would we use the swerve? Remember, it's not only emergencies. It's whenever we're trying to avoid something. So a pothole or a big stick in the road or an object in the road. Road hazards, basically, is when we use the swerve. Now, we might think to ourselves, well, in a swerve, I remember from the MSF BRC1, what I do is I have to you know, push the bike and go pretty far and then move this. A lot of times you don't have to. If it's just a pothole, we're already doing it instinctively. We're moving the bike over and then kind of putting it back in. So a turn is when we move over and we continue on that path until we straighten up and go in a different direction. In a swerve, we're swerving in a straight line. So we have to swerve either the right or the left and then get back into that straight way, the straight path that we're doing. So it's very important that we are focused on swerving and how to maintain our balance and all these different things. And if you have problems with that and you have you know, some hesitations when it comes to that, uh, all the stuff that I have on here is on the ddfmcrew.com website. So I will show you how to swerve. I'll show you how to brake. Um, I'll show you all these different things on there. So you might want to check that out if that's something that you're interested in, uh, practicing in a, in a controlled environment in a parking lot for free, basically. But yes, yeah, swerving is very, very, very important, okay? So we're gonna move on to the next one, which is gonna be braking, uh, emergency braking more so. So there's many different ways of applying brakes or to decelerate your motorcycle. Um, you got engine braking, you have the front rear brake, you have, you know, you can continue on with a turn and keep going in circles and you'll eventually slow down. So there's many ways of deceleration. Uh, emergency braking though, obviously is gonna be one of the top emergency maneuvers uh, outside of swerves okay these are the two that you're really going to use a lot is braking and then swerving okay so emergency braking is going to be in that situation where somebody's going to pull out in front of you and you have a big enough space cushion because when it comes to applying the brakes we have a multi-step process here we have our perception of what's happening we have our reaction time to that issue and then when we apply the brakes it's the stopping distance for you and the brakes and then all those added together in a beautiful equation is going to be total stopping distance now total stopping distance is basically the moment something happens till you stop Okay, now if you aren't paying attention, this is why I focus so much on search, evaluate, execute, is that if you're not paying attention, you're not gonna be able to swerve or you're not gonna be able to stop, you're not gonna be able to do nothing. So you have to see the hazard first before you can even do anything. So once you see the hazard, you're gonna to react to the hazard by doing your evaluation. So you're gonna decide whether to swerve or brake. And then if you apply the brakes, then you have that moment until you actually stop and there it all is. So you need to have a very good space cushion. You need to have a good following distance. You need to make sure that you're away from obstacles. And that's why I say swerving is really good because there's gonna be times where you can't be away from obstacles. You can't move too far and you have to have like this tiny space cushion so you're on high alert. 
that's why I say swerving is very important because you're able to swerve. We have a very nimble bike and the swerve will probably help you out more uh, than braking. Now you can apply the brakes and then swerve or swerve then brake. You really don't want to do it at the same time. If you do it at the same time, you're going to have problems. So we're going to move on to the next one, which is going to be uh, emergency braking in a corner. Now that's a big one. There's a lot like uh, swerving and emergency braking kind of combined into one. There's a way to do it. And this is why I wanted to jump into this real quick. Uh, so emergency braking in a turn is when there's like an obstacle, either a, a stalled vehicle or a stopped vehicle or a big tree branch or a big pothole in the middle of your turn so you're already turning and now we have to uh, apply brakes in the corner so that we don't hit this object because there's no way we can swerve uh, out of this so we have to apply the brakes this is much different than trail braking trail braking is an advanced skill to where you are applying the front brake at a very minimal amount so that's going to compress the forks apply more weight to that front tire so now you have more traction on that front tire it's also since it's compressing the forks it's reducing the rake it's reduced it's reducing all these things so that you have more feel and more traction for that turn. It's an advanced technique because when you apply the brakes in the turn, there's a wrong and a right way to do it. And then when you learn how to do trail braking, that's a right way to do it so you can advance your skills past the slow look, press and roll. But it's still good to use both of them. Different tools, different toolbox, but that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about emergency braking in the corner. Emergency braking in the corner, like I said, an object's in the way. So we're in the middle of a turn, something's there. Now we need to apply the brakes to stop. Okay, we have to stop. So we're gonna turn into the corner, we're gonna start seeing the object, and now that we recognize, we did our search, evaluate, and we see that it's a hazard, now we have to execute an evasive maneuver. And to execute this evasive maneuver, you literally have to stand the bike up, straighten the handlebars, so you're in the middle of a turn counter steering, straighten the handlebars, and then apply the brakes. So we're actually just adding another step from emergency braking, emergency braking is is still straightening the handlebars, making sure they're straight and then applying the brakes, but we're already going in a straight line. So now we're adding the turn. So we have to lift the bike up basically and then straighten up and then apply the turn. So this is why it's very important to do slow look, press and roll. It's always better to add more throttle, more acceleration um, towards the end of the turn than to add a bunch to the beginning and then you take the turn too quickly. So this is where, you know, emergency braking in the corner, slow press and roll, trail braking, they all can kind of mix together and be a, a really good toolkit for cornering. But let's not jump past what we're doing already. If, if we don't know how to emergency brake in a corner or we don't even know how to do proper braking, then let's not jump into trail braking where we're having to do very minimal amount of front brake to do all these fancy things to stuff. So let's not add that in right now. If you want to learn more about that, there's plenty of videos online about that. The next one I want to talk to you about is the obstacle cross. Now we're going to have to go over obstacles sometimes. If we can't avoid it by swerving or braking and then kind of moving out of the way, we have to go over it. Now this is something you, once again, you're taught in the MSF BRC1. You're going to go over an object. So how do we do that? You're going to want to uh, approach the object and you're going to need to go over it. So how do we do that when it comes to the suspension, the tires, and all these different things? Well, we talk about this in previous videos where if you apply the brakes, you start to compress the forks. We, we just talked about that now. But when you accelerate your your suspension and your and the whole bike kind of lifts up, the bike is still touched to the ground, but everything kind of expands. The the suspension extends a little bit. So now that we have that understanding, when we're about to go over the object, let's go ahead and blip that throttle a little bit. It's going to raise that front end a little bit, and you're going to be able to go over it a little bit better. 
but we also want to have our butt a little bit off that seat because if you hit an object, that back tire is going to transmit the forces into the suspension, which is going to transmit into the frame, which is going to transmit into your body. And when that happens, it's going to be like bucking you off a horse. So if we can sit up and leave our butt out of the equation and use our legs as more like a suspension itself, we're going to go over that pretty easy. Now, where do we run over obstacles? Well, train tracks is probably one of the most common ones and speed bumps. If you can't avoid that, then let's go ahead and do it safely by lifting our butt up and blipping the throttle. I think that out of those two tips, I think lifting the butt up is going to be the best. So if you can't blip that throttle because it kind of hits you in the first like really quick, then at least sit up and lift that butt up. We talked about escape paths really briefly when it came to swerving. Now, escape paths is something that you're going to want to have at all times. You're, you want to have at minimum one escape path at all times. I don't feel comfortable unless I have at least two. I want to have multiple options. If you have like 20 options, that means there's no obstacles in your way. There's no problems here. So what you really want to do is have that escape path. Now, it can be an escape path within the same lane. So let's say there's a vehicle in front of you and they applied the brakes. Now you have to swerve out of the way towards an escape path, and it can be within that same lane. So if the vehicle is small enough, you can pretty much share that lane and continue on if you absolutely had to, either apply the brakes or accelerate out of that. Another way you can do that is by getting out of your lane. So you can uh, do an escape path on a shoulder of a road. You can do an escape path into a parking lot, onto a sidewalk, all these different things. Uh, we watch a lot of these videos on uh, the Dan and the Fireman channel, and we talk about all the crashes and all these different things. And we realize when people are lane filtering, lane splitting, it's like, yes, they, sh they probably shouldn't be doing it in that situation, but... What we take from that is that, hey, my bike can fit between vehicles really easy. And let's let's use that, okay, guys? So an escape path can be anything. It really can. Now, there can be good ones or bad ones. It all depends on where you're going. I mean, a bad one, but it might be good in the situation, is to go off-road into the grass and then lay the bike down. It, sometimes it's better than running into the back of the vehicle. But how do we prevent that situation? Well, that's when we get into hazard perception, and that is a skill. It's not a necessarily a maneuver, and that's something that I talk about extensively with all these crash and close call videos. So make sure you check that out by clicking that subscribe button. With that said, hope you guys ride safe, be safe, and I'll be seeing you around.